and welcome to the Pod Sound School podcast, the podcast that aims to help you improve your podcast and gets into the lifestyle and struggles of podcasters. This is your host, Veronica, and I am the social media content and branding strategist for the Pod Sound School. And here with me is my sidekick, Studio Steve. And I am the creative director and producer, and we are here to help you make something big happen with your podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about community and how you can build your podcasting community. This is actually a topic that was brought up to us from questions in our Facebook community. Mm -hmm. So it's community for the community by the community. Yes. And we're going to cover six main points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but before we get into the things that you should keep in mind before you start building your community is the importance of having a community. Because mm -hmm. we hear other people, oh, my community, my community, my community. Why, why is it so important to build our community, online community, even before launching our podcast? Mm -hmm. And that is something that we teach in our course. And it's something that we tell our clients and we really encourage them to build their communities before launching their podcast. Because that guarantees mm -hmm. that they're going to have listeners when they launch their podcast. Yes. Not only that, it will put them ahead when they're ready to promote their services, to sell their products. So they're going to have a pool of people that mm -hmm. are so engaged with their content, with their podcast. Yeah. That they're going to be ready when they want to launch their services, yeah, their products so or their brand. Mm -hmm. And also they are people that are there for you to do market research. You can ask them directly about options or not options, but ideas for content and validate mm -hmm. your ideas for new content and episodes. Yeah. So there's a lot of benefits of having a community before launching your before podcast. Before launching. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, you just touched on what I was going to talk about too. But what if you already have a podcast and, you know, maybe you're now like the person in our Facebook group who asked us this, you already have a podcast. And so you're interested in building a community maybe uh, because you're not really getting the results out of your podcast that you want. Mm -hmm. um, is that what we're talking about in today's episode? We are be we're going to be talking about both. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you are planning your podcast or mm -hmm. if you already have a podcast. Okay. This points will help you to really build a community that is really engaging with your content, really engaging with your podcast, and it's an active community instead of having a doorman community. Point number number one. one. Number one. Number one. Don't be afraid to be very specific about who your ideal listener is. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I like this a lot. And when you say don't be afraid, I think what you're probably getting at is that we all maybe get into things thinking that our podcast is for everyone. And mm -hmm. so that's the mistake that a lot of marketers will tell you is you got to niche down. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to really pinpoint who you think this singular person that's going to love your podcast, mm -hmm. who they are, what their interests are, how you can serve them, what they need your help with mm -hmm. and things like that. And I can totally understand the hesitation and I can totally understand if you're not a marketing person, mm -hmm. like how this can be like a weird concept to grasp because you want to hit those big numbers. You want to have a lot of downloads. You want mm -hmm. a lot of people listening to your podcast. So if you are reducing that pool of people who will listen to your podcast to your niche audience, then you start getting this anxiety. Okay, but who's going to listen? And it's the opposite and it takes a lot of time and trial and error to get to that point mm -hmm. 
because we want to get into podcasting. Some of us want to get into podcasting because of the fun of it, because we want to connect with other people, but we don't think about the marketing aspect of podcasting, yeah. which is no different from launching a service or a product. You still, you're putting something out for people to consume. Yeah. And there's got to be a marketing plan behind it. Yeah, there does. And I think that it's really easy to say the opposite. And mm -hmm. I know when I was first starting, my very first podcast was a movie podcast with my brother. And that was really fun because, you know, we didn't have anything like our ideal listener. If you would have mm -hmm. even said that word, I wouldn't know what you were talking about. And it was like, no, it's really just to get together with my brother and talk about movies. Mm -hmm. um, but we pod faded like many others do. And it's because we gave up on the podcast because after I don't even know how many episodes it was, 30 episodes or something. Uh, we just weren't getting there. the work and the effort and the time and the preparation. And we were really trying to put out a good show wasn't worth the 10 downloads we were getting. Mm. That's where you get to this point where it's like, I need a community and I need to build a community. So I think it's better and more preferred if you can just kind of have that in mind and hopefully find a way to get educated in that the best you can before you start your podcast. But it's never too late. Yeah, and an, an example I like to give people is, let's say that you uh, come across a podcast about weight loss and it's so all-encompassing that it's not, it doesn't speak to you. Yeah. Like, okay, weight loss, but weight loss encompasses so much. Mm -hmm. But if you start narrowing down that idea, okay, I want to serve women. Mm -hmm. I want to serve mothers who just had their babies and are struggling with baby weight. Mm -hmm. I want to help women who just had babies and are struggling to get rid of the baby weight, who have busy schedules, who are working mothers, yes, who don't have a lot of time to exercise and to and plan meals and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So this is the kind of podcast I want to do. And if I'm one of those mothers, which, by the way, there are millions, <laughs> then I'm like, this podcast is for me. It's speaking to me directly. speaking to me directly. Yes. So that's the value that you're providing. You're making something custom for yes. a group of people that those people in that group, it will mm -hmm. be almost impossible to say no. Yeah. Is this for me? And then the other thing when you pinpoint that ideal listener down is you can find them a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You can find them by hashtags, by things that women who are postpartum uh, groups, things mm -hmm. like that, that you could find and and so easily follow a very specific group of people that you can help and serve. Mm -hmm. And so like going back to that movie podcasting, like we were just reviewing big movies. Like maybe there was a way we could have taken that big umbrella of movie reviews and pinpointed mm -hmm. it down to maybe a specific genre of movies, maybe a specific age group, maybe men or women. Or um, dads. Or dads, right? Like, yeah. Trying to get away from their wives and kids yeah. to go to a movie night yeah, or something like that. Yeah, uh -huh. something that would have given us an idea of who our ideal listener is. Yeah. You may be wondering, like, why are we talking about the ideal listener and podcast that this is about, like, building my community online? Mm -hmm. It applies to building your community online. Yeah. Because the more specific you are about the people you want to, attract in your communities mm -hmm. then those are the people that are going are gonna to come to you and there's nothing more discouraging than building a community with people that don't identify with your why mm -hmm. that don't identify with your mission with what you have to offer yeah because so that's then, why from the beginning you have to be very specific even if you're just getting like one person a week i like that and we're going to talk about that more some of these other points mm -hmm. but let's move on to point number two your podcasting peers are different 
from your target audience. Oh boy. Yeah. This, is, this is a good one because we made this mistake. Well, I mean, it's different for us because our podcast is for podcasters. Mm -hmm. So if you have a podcast that's for podcasters or offers you offer services to podcasters or something, then you can follow and that's your main community and everything else. Mm -hmm. But it's very cool when you first get into podcasting, how warm and welcoming fellow podcasters are. Mm -hmm. Such a weird and wacky and wonderful group of people. And they're so welcoming and helpful and they'll follow you back and they'll engage with you. And it's just nice because I think that's the other reason we get into podcasting too. It's not just because it sounds fun, but it's also because we're looking for a little bit of validation. We're looking for maybe a little bit of, um, you know, escape from our routine and to meet new people and to network mm -hmm. and things like that. So not do the dishes at night. Oh, honey, I have to record my podcast. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and a way to dodge responsibility <laughs> would be good too. I like this point. And it's just basically like there is two different uh, groups of people that you're going to communicate with and vibe with. And that's going to be your fellow podcasters. But your fellow podcasters are not your ideal listener, mm -hmm. more than likely. Some of them might be. They might be mothers that are postpartum mothers, right? Mm -hmm. But most of them probably are just going to be podcasters. They might give you a, a rate and a review swap. They might listen to your show and give you a few downloads because they're supporting you. They might even retweet some of your tweets or uh, reshare your stuff on their social media. But their followers also are probably not going to be your ideal listeners. Mm -hmm. So when they retweet you or when they reshare you to their community, that doesn't really help you. Mm -hmm. And so that's really all this point is saying is make sure that you differentiate between your podcasting peers and your actual target audience. Yes. And I was saying that we got into a mistake because we wanted to teach people how to start their podcast. Mm -hmm. And... People in our community, in our Twitter community and Instagram and Facebook, the majority of them were already podcasters. Yeah, they already had started so their there, podcast. So there was a point that we had to, okay, we need to find our people. Uh -huh. This is our advice to you if your podcast is, if you're a business coach, if you're a life coach, if your podcast is about empowering, empowering women, uh -huh. find your ideal listener, find the people that will find value in your podcast. Uh -huh. The podcasting community is going to be there for you. You can, you know, it's a great place to network. Mm -hmm. um, to but they're all, <laughs> it's funny because you get in, in Twitter and, and Facebook and they're all, they're all on a mission to promote their podcast. Uh -huh. Listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast. Uh -huh. So you just need to get away from them a little bit and find your find your people find your people and you know Eric Hunley which is um, he's part of our community he's, uh -huh. a, he's a fellow podcaster he just texted me the other day and he realized like I shouldn't be going to conventions about podcasting like podcast or podcast movement I should be going to conventions about body language, uh -huh. FBI, and all of the things that he covers yeah. in his podcast. In his podcast. And it's so true. It's absolutely true. And that's the other thing. If you're going to spend money to go to a convention, definitely go to one of those podcast conventions because mm -hmm. they're so fun. Um, and you'll meet a lot of friends and you will network a little bit. And you'll also learn a lot about how you can hone in on your craft and become a better podcaster. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to growing your show, yeah, you might want to go to uh, maybe there's a mother's convention back to that analogy again, or maybe there's something about like overcoming postpartum depression convention that mm -hmm. you can go to. That would be boom, an immediate hundred new listeners to your podcast, right? Mm -hmm. 
actual listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I love that a lot too. And for those of you who may not have heard of Eric Hunley, he has a podcast called Unstructured Mm -hmm. and a YouTube channel called Unstructured. It's really cool. Yeah, he's into body language. Body language and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's move on to point number three. Three, 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 three. Point number three. Choose your social media platform wisely. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean by that? What I mean is you should be doing this in your, the preliminary stages of planning your podcast. Or if you have already a podcast, it's okay. You can still take a step back mm-hmm. and see where your ideal listener is hanging out at. What is the social media platform that they use the most? So we discover that our social media platform, and it's not, yeah, we can call YouTube a social media platform, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. That's the platform that works for us the most, uh-huh. is where newbies are looking for content. Looking really, how to start Looking their how podcast. to start a podcast. Yeah. Really think about where my ideal listener is. Uh-huh. Is it on Facebook? Is it on Twitter? Is it on Instagram? Is it on LinkedIn? Yeah. So let's just go back to that example. Where would your first assumption at least be that women who have just had a baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> where are they hanging out at? Where would you think? I would say Instagram. Instagram, I would Pinterest. say uh, Pinterest. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of boards and things like that to yeah. help mothers to... To help mothers and... To how, get back on track regarding you, their weight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would say Instagram. Instagram and Pinterest. I wouldn't think Twitter, or I may be wrong, but I would start with Instagram. Instagram and or also because and Pinterest, definitely. And Pinterest, yeah. and also because they are professional mothers. Uh-huh. They're working mothers. LinkedIn, LinkedIn would be another as well. One yeah. Too. The other thing about choosing wisely is also what we're talking about here is time. Because mm-hmm. as you get into podcasting, you realize like, oh man, this takes so much time. Not only the editing, but then. You realize that if you're really going to grow a community, you need to spend a lot of time on your social media platform. Mm-hmm. So you want to put your get the biggest bang for your buck mm-hmm. and you want to put your effort where it's going to matter the most. Mm-hmm. So that's why you really need to do some surveying and some research and really validate where your specific ideal listener is hanging out at. Mm-hmm. And if it's a one man or one woman show, which a lot of us are doing, or even just you and a co-host, then pick one or two platforms that you spend most of your time on. You don't need to have a Twitter just to have a Twitter. You don't need to have a YouTube channel just to have a YouTube channel. You see a lot of blog articles that are saying like, you know, just have your podcast everywhere. But if you're going to have your podcast somewhere and never post on that platform and, you know, and never really engage on that platform, it almost looks worse Mm -hmm. than than to just not have a platform. Mm -hmm. So I like that. Choose your social media. And then another thing, when you're ready, something that has worked for us is creating a Facebook group. Uh And even if people are not very active on Facebook, you can still send them to your Facebook group and create that sense of community. Yes. Like Steven said, it's very hard to engage with people right there in the podcast directories. When people are actually listening to your podcast, it's a different relationship. And the podcast players don't really have a a way of direct response necessarily. They're Mm -hmm. working on it. But I know most podcasters also struggle with you ask your listeners to do something. Yeah, like, is somebody there? Is somebody listening? And and you know they are because you see the downloads. Mm -hmm. But you... They don't respond. They won't mm-hmm. call in. They won't uh, participate. They won't send you an email to tell you what the next episode should be yeah. about. But on social media, you're going to find that's a lot more why, engagement. That's why social media mm-hmm. is there for you so you can start engaging and interacting. Yeah. And this is, is a perfect segue into 
Point number four. Be clear in your message and what your podcast and community offer. I like this a lot because it's all about finding your unique value proposition mm -hmm. in marketing terms. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would be sitting in front of a mic saying things like that. I know. Because um, you used to sing at the top of your lungs. I did. But you know what? Profanity. Profanity. If, 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 if it was between me and that 22-year-old me, I think I would win in the fight. Okay? I would kick his ass. All right? Big metrics and big numbers look good, but at the end of the day, if you can't get people to engage with you, you don't have a community. It's all about that engagement. It really is because the engagement is going to help you further tailor your show to people. It's going to help you to get that validation you're seeking. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to help you to grow. And really, this does come down to thinking of your podcast as a business, even if you're not even if for some reason you just hate money and you have negative money mindsets and you don't want to make money with your show, that's totally cool mm -hmm. if that's not what you're out to do. But you're out to do something. You do want to make something big with your podcast. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. You're really trying to get something to happen with your podcast. So taking it seriously and looking at some of these things and learning some of this marketing lingo can be good. And a unique value proposition means what sets you apart from everybody else doing it? First, it's cool to know if there's other people doing it. Are there a bunch of podcasts about postpartum women? Mm -hmm. And if there are, what makes you different? What makes you unique? And finding that, defining it, and putting it in a very small sentence. So mm -hmm. we've been working so hard on that, and we're only now getting clear on that ourselves. Mm -hmm. But with our students in our course and everything else we have so much diversity with the people that we teach and coach that we're like what is our ideal listener a woman is it a man like who is it when we find all the diversity and we what we realized is that it's it's people who really they don't just want to have a podcast they actually want to make something big happen with their podcast so that's why i started off this episode saying we're here to help you make something big from your podcast. That's mm -hmm. our unique value proposition. Our other unique value propositions, just as an example, are that we're, we help to sort of extract the creativity and the weirdness from our clients and really help them step into their weird and, and be who they really are in sort of almost like a, almost a, a wacky and, and fun and extra creative way, right? Mm -hmm. We're super creative and weird with our content. So that's just us, right? But so what is your unique value proposition? What makes you different from the other people doing what you're doing? And what is your message? What is your why? Then also, if you're going to build a community, what is your community going to offer to mm -hmm. people? Point number five. Create content and set a regular posting schedule. So this is a very important point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think that when we get into podcasting, that is just about our podcast, that is just about producing and creating episodes and publishing episodes, and that's it. Later on, when the numbers are not looking good for us, is that we realize, oh man, I need to promote this. I need to promote it. I need to put it out there. I need to talk about it. I need to talk about it with people so people can find it mm -hmm. because nobody's going to find me if I don't broadcast it. Here is where we really need to start thinking that we're not only our podcast. Yeah. That we what we're doing is that we're building our brand. We need to add more elements to give our brand visibility. And those elements are social media, social yeah. media promotion, and any other thing that you can leverage to get a lot of eyes and ears on your content. Yeah, which could be a, a good looking website mm -hmm. uh, with some SEO strategy. 
Mm-hmm. It goes pretty deep, it right? It goes pretty deep. Mm-hmm. Video. Video is huge. YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube, TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram Reels. It, yeah. You know, all I mean, of that. all of that stuff, wherever you think your people are at. So all those pieces are content. They're yeah. pieces of content that you're going to be creating in addition to your podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. They will help you to bring more traffic to your podcast but also bring more people into your community. And that's why it's so important to get in the habit of creating content and posting content on your social media, Mm -hmm. posting content that is branded, posting content that it speaks to what your brand is about, what your values are, what your podcast is about. Mm -hmm. And the more you put out there, the more people will find your content, will identify with your content, and will make part of your community. The key is to create content that, like I already said, it reflects what your brand is about, what your podcast is about, Mm -hmm. and get on a regular schedule. Don't post one week and then the next week you are MIA. (laughs) MIA. Yeah, missing in action. Missing in action. Yeah. Just get on a regular schedule. Whatever works for you, don't get pressure into, oh, I have to post every day. Yeah. Or I have to post four times a week. Mm -hmm. Whatever works for you, as long as you're consistent, Mm -hmm. it's going to get you results. Yes. But just pick one or two social media platforms and start promoting and start posting content and creating content. You can create little videos. You can create shareable content, like info cards. Yeah, and look for ways to repurpose too. So while you're making your podcast, while you're recording your podcast, turn the phone around on yourself and say, hey, I'm just about to pop in and record my podcast episode. Today, we're talking about building a podcast community. Anyway, so that, but that's the idea is looking for ways you can repurpose Mm -hmm. and work smarter, not harder. Think about workflow. Think about ways you could batch record. Take a look and do an inventory of the time you spend each week. You could even break it up in little 15 minute, half an hour little segments and look at that and say, where's my big bottleneck? What am I spending the most time on? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to think about having somebody else edit your podcast. The three hours you're putting into editing your podcast every week could be three hours you're spending on your favorite social channel. It's the best thing you can do, really. Yeah, it it is. Free up your time so you can keep creating more. Yes, you can create more and just build, have a team member. Okay, so now we'll move on to the last point of this episode and that's point number six and in my opinion the most important step engage engage Mm -hmm. uh, engagement and this is just the biggest growth factor for us i know it's huge for other people too. make a commitment to yourself to respond to as many comments as you get as possible we were actually just having a zoom meeting with some students and somehow in the conversation it came up how they fell into purchasing our course and how they fell into become part of the smart and sexy podcast launch course Mm -hmm. and it was because we responded because we engaged with them Mm -hmm. they had a question on our youtube channel and we responded within five or ten minutes and from there they immediately went and signed up for our master class and Mm -hmm. decided to become one of our students yeah let's face it we're all human beings Mm -hmm. and we we all have the same needs we want to be acknowledged Mm -hmm. we want to be seen and when somebody takes the time to stop in their day and respond to a question that you have, to reply to an email, mm-hmm. to get on a Zoom call with you. Or to show genuine interest. Or to show interest in your project and yeah. interest in what in what you're making. It just makes you feel really good. Yeah. And it makes you have that person in the back of your mind. You create relationships that way. It's a better way to create relationships instead of the promotional, I have a new episode out, come listen to it. Mm-hmm. I just dropped a new episode, come listen to it. Instead, it's like, hey, how, how do you feel about this? 
turn it around to you actually trying to be there for other people on a massive scale instead of the other way around. And you will notice it's magnetic. You notice Mm -hmm. a lot of growth happen that way. So it's very important to engage and look for new creative ways that you can constantly be engaging and sparking conversations. Yeah. We try to reply to every single comment on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We try to reply to questions and, mm-hmm. and messages on our Facebook group, yeah, and on our on our Instagram and Twitter. And that is a perfect segue into us finishing this episode, which mm-hmm. is to say, don't be a stranger. Slide into our DMs. Veronica's on Instagram. Yes. I'm on Twitter, and you can find that at PodSoundSchool. Also, you can email us. Email veronica at podsoundschool.com. You notice how I didn't give my email? (laughs) Or me, studiosteve at podsoundschool.com. We really honestly have this passion to see people grow their podcast and to make something big happen. And we'd like to help you if you have any issues or struggles. We'll point you to some good resources. We have a ton of free resources. And also and talking about the free resources. Yeah, we put a master class together. We put a together. master class together. It's so. a free podcasting master class, the smart way to launch your podcast. You can find that by going to podcastingsmart.com. And that's perfect for beginners. But mm-hmm. even if you've kind of just sort of been at podcasting for a while, maybe 10, 15 episodes, also a really cool master class. Mm-hmm. And you can grab your seat for that by going to podcastingsmart.com. And until next week, it's always fun popping in front of the microphone and creating podcast episodes. We are so happy to be here with you. Mm -hmm. And anything else before we go? Uh, No. No, no. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. It's hard. It's hard. You hang up first. No, you do. Okay. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we used to be like that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't have time for you. Get away from me. (laughs) And there you have it, Podski. What did you think of this episode? Slide into our DMs and let us know. We make this show for you, and we'll love to learn your feedback. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PodSoundSchool. Make sure you share a screenshot of this episode and tag us so we can give you some love on the Instas. Yeah, and if you're interested in our feedback, we do pod audits most Thursdays live in our Facebook community, Podcasting for Bosses. These are 30-minute coaching sessions where we dissect your podcast, your social media, and your content. You'll find the sign-up sheet inside the group, podsoundschool.com community. And until next time, happy happy casting, casting, amigos.